Inside Final Fantasy, here's a mission after Manor Hill. Forget Shogun Lodge. Freemason is battling on. Here's Freemason, the mission, and Defire. Here's Defire after Freemason. Defire hits the front, and there's a well-deserved win. Defire and Nostril Freemason. Ah, uh, that was the star galloper, Defire. That was winning the Queen Elizabeth. And uh, for those who know Dean and follow Dean Lester on Twitter... Defire was his Twitter handle and one of Dino's great mates and uh, one of our uh, great friends at RSN is Warren Huntley who was so close to Dino. Uh, Warren, good morning to you mate. I know it's a very difficult day for you and everyone who's been so close with Dino as it is for all of us here at RSN but we needed to get you on to tell some stories and, and first of all where did the the love of Defire come from for Dino? I think he just loved the horse Firstly, Michael, good good morning to you. Yes, it, look, it's a tough day for, for so many people, but Gia, you know, through Hamish, Robbie Griffiths, Simon Marshall, Lindsay Smith, so many people have mm. been brave enough and none more brave than Leanne, his, his partner, to be able to come on this morning. So uh, it's what Dino would have wanted. It's what he would have done if he was in similar circumstances. And to answer your question about the fire, I think, one, Dino loved the late, great guy Walter as a trainer, and I think he loved the fight that the horse Defire showed and I think Dean saw himself as a bit of a Defire over the years in terms of what had been put in mm. front of him and the way he was able to progress on so the qualities of the horse, the, the quality of the trainer and the uh, the situation that, that Dino had found himself in and, and his fighting attributes just uh, made the perfect mesh I think with the name Defire. Absolutely. I know you got to say goodbye yesterday to Dino in, in hospital, uh, as did Mark Hunter and those who were, who were so close, his inner circle. But where did it all begin for you, Warren, you and Dino? Well, I think I became a pest to Dino at a very early age, <laughs> Michael, when I, um, when I decided that I wanted to get involved in racing. At that stage, I was trying to run a little bit of corporate entertainment. I started managing some jockeys and got to the races quite a bit that stage Dino was the races every Saturday and a lot of tributes been paid to Dino in the way that he was willing to help people who showed an interest in wanting to get involved in racing and I put myself in that category and, and he was managing jockeys at the time so you could only learn from the more time you spent with Dino and I think you might have even played a role Michael because I think it's when you headed Channel 7 for the first time you were doing a Sunday producing role here at RSN mm. and we needed a, a Sunday producer and Dino had a chat to our then program director, Steve Kims, who, who said, we need someone. And Dino said, well, look, this bloke's driving him out of the races, but uh, he might be able to, to fit in somewhere down the track. So um, that's where it all started for me, Dino putting in a word with Steve Kims at the radio station when you were moving on to the, the bright lights of Channel 7. And he helped so many people out through that way, didn't he, Dino, to get their start in, in media and, and the racing game? He was unbelievable in the way that uh, he wanted to approach it. And I, I think Leanne summed it up uh, earlier on this morning. He, he wasn't fearful of other people. He, he wanted to, to help people. And what, trying to find some things about Dino that haven't already been said, I, I think for someone who understands racing on an Albert Einstein-type level that, that none of us could, could almost begin to comprehend, when he was then explaining his tips on a daily basis, they were communicated in a way that everybody understood mm. and it was easy to get on board with Dino because he wasn't talking down to you from the plane that he was on. He was talking to people on the same level and that's the way he lived his life. I mean, his best mates are the likes of you know Lloyd Williams, Jerry Ryan, people that you know could 
Brian Fell, all of us. But he'd also stop on the way out of the races, loved a day at Burren Beach and talking to your people who were just racing fans. He could just communicate with everybody on that same level. I think that came across in his tipping, Michael. It, it didn't sound like he was trying to tell you something that you'd never understand. When Dino explained a race, you understood it. But he understood so many more things about it that he didn't need to add to, it, to a complicated communication. There's no doubt about that. We've got a lot of people, uh, a lot of fans of Dino who are paying tributes today. And, and Sam from Noosa has given us a call. Good morning, Sam. Hey, Mick, how are you going? Oh, it's a tough day, I think, as it is for everyone. But um, we're, we're loving reminiscing about Dino. And uh, as, a, as a listener, what did Dino mean to you? Hey, he meant a lot, actually. But it's someone I've never met. I don't think it's uh, been as uh, emotional as I have been listening to the show this morning. Um, sort of, I come across him when I was about a 15 year old boy going to Stake Day with, um, with Nano, and she said, We better tune in and listen to Dean Weston. And I said, Who's, who's this guy? And um, probably for the last 10 years, I've listened to every show he's done, uh, providing me with a lot, of, a lot of knowledge and insight about the game and about horse racing. Um, and yeah, quick witted sense of humour, yeah, a lot of joy listening to him and um, yeah, I sort of frame my whole morning around tuning in Friday morning making sure I'm up early with the time difference up in Queensland to listen to him the amount of times my wife had to wake up to hear any voice um, and yeah that review show with Warren on Sundays I think we get that really insight into it all so yeah I've, he's just obviously when you hear what he's going through in his own private life and how he can get on air and, and speak with you know, so much enthusiasm and joy and that sense of humour and you sort of look at your tough days and go, well, I need to suck it up and still try and provide joy to those around me like fuck Dean does. So, yeah, I just want to say, say that and thanks to all the team at RSN for sharing their memories and helping those that, you know, are grieving through it and, yeah, and thoughts with, with Leanne and his brother and with the family and all those that got to know him. Good on you, Sam. Uh, very well spoken. Dino would love hearing those words um, because uh, I said it a few times this morning, Warren, um, it was the listeners that Dino put so much effort into to try and give them as much information and, and try and help them find a winner. Just epitomises the unique reach that he had. People that haven't even met Dino personally, but that's the way he came across and that's the person he was. Um, if they were fortunate enough to meet him, then they'd meet the person that they'd become to, to love and adore and admire and aspire to on the radio. That was Dino. And um, and that was one of the pleasures that, that we had, Michael, of being able to, to get to know him. And, and yeah. for that too, he, he was also never backward in coming forward with some constructive criticism because he just had such a lateral view. And I think that's what your best friends do. They, they tell you when you're not doing things as well as you should be, and and you are happy to take that in any way from Dean because you knew he had your best interest at heart, the best interest of the stadia, uh, station at heart, and uh, it was just because he had that ability to explain... Ex- how would I say it? He just could... had such a lateral view of the world. He could put things in perspective in so many ways that whenever he had a, a point that he made the effort to want to raise with you, you wanted to sit up and take notice because if it wasn't important to him, he wouldn't have mentioned it.
kind of miss those text messages uh, while we're on air um, telling uh, you uh, a point of view or, or, or what questions you should ask. With Warren Huntley we are reminiscing about Dean Lester and I'm going to get to a few SMSs but this is the time where um, the listeners uh, that Dino served so well over his time on the radio station can let us know how they're doing some of their thoughts from Dino. And, uh, the Milkman's been a, a long-time contributor. Uh, he's on the line from Malaboola, which is near Port Stephens. Milkman, how are you today? Uh, not the best, uh, Michael, to be honest, but, uh, yeah, glad to be on. Why do you love Dino so much? Um... Yeah, well, when I heard the news this morning, I was I was distraught. Um, you know, it was sort of like losing a family member in a way. He was such a, I guess, a god to us, uh, us uh, punters. And you know, you do the form vigorously on a Saturday, and then when you come on the on the form panel on the Saturday, and he was in your corner, you uh, you pretty much bounced off the lounge. Um, but uh, just hearing him over the over the. Uh, various radio stations and correct weight with Warren and um, he's going to be such a missed character of the game and um, yeah it's, it's sort of hard to put into words but you know Warren's done such a great job this morning he, I'm sure him and Dino were very close mates mm. and uh, and yeah it's, it's, a, it's a tough field to swallow to be honest but you look back and he just he just gives you a big smile when you think about Dean he was just such a, a great character and um, he was a, he was a very funny man um, as well and um, he'll be he'll be very 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 sorely missed. Milkman, appreciate your contribution this morning, uh, Warren. We can't possibly get through all the SMSs, but uh, here's a, a few of them. Whatever it was happening in our lives, Dino was a constant. He was the calm voice of punting reason, whether laying out the case for his selections for Saturday's racing or explaining what went wrong with some of them on correct weight on Sunday morning. Uh, I was looking forward to Dino's tips each and every weekend. He helped me get through many stressful and dull weeks at work for more than 20 years. We loved you, Dino. That's Mark from Mentone. Another one, I won my girlfriend's dad, dad over by sending him Dino's numbers every Saturday morning. Uh, very, very good indeed. Uh, a few more that have been coming through here. Good morning, Mr Felgate. If you told me as a young fellow that I would have had a relationship and respect for a guy that I never met, would religiously be awake on a Saturday morning for the panel, even after a big Friday night for the next 25 years, I would laugh at you. But that was the case. I feel I've lost a mate. I never met the great man, but RIP, that is from uh, Rhino. Thanks for your thoughts there. RIP, Dean Lester, thank you for all that you've done for the racing industry and all the meals that you've helped put on the table through the journey of your expert tips, the doyen of tipsters. Uh, had to tip against Josh from uh, Horsham uh, this weekend. Uh, so, um, uh, race Ballarat Race 5, number 7 on Sunday. Head him because it's part-owned by Dean Lester. Uh, and it is. And, uh, Warren, I know you and Dean had many, many great adventures as owners in horses throughout the years as well. Yeah, he, uh, gee, the best one, I think he identified a horse called Constant Force that had a couple of starts, had shown a bit of the trials, but was just doing nothing and ended up getting it for about 10,000. This would be over 10 years ago now, but uh, then he uh, ended up winning 11 races, won a, a Stall Cup, won a Colac Cup, won a Kyneton Cup, uh, won a race at Mooney Valley where Faulkner ran fourth. Uh, lives went different ways after that, obviously, with Faulkner, but uh, uh, there were so many. Frankly, Fast was a horse who won at the Valley. I saw Robbie Kingston post a memory of that. 
this morning and you know, currently we've got Magnapur that, that Zeno bred with Griffo and uh, out of the Mare Gale that they ended up racing together later in her career. He'd just been up as, as you would do if Zeno found a horse that, that said, look, I think this is at a price worth buying. I think we can win a few races with it. Perhaps then move it on. But um, you know, I don't think we're going to win a Melbourne Cup, but we're going to have some fun. You went in and, uh, as always, Zeno was right. I think they all paid their way and, and we had a lot of fun along the way and people talked about his sense of humour and, and it came across, I'm glad we ended up getting some programs on 927 RSN mm. that allowed Dino's humour to shine because he was just one of the most quick-witted, astute, uh, funny people that you would ever meet. And, uh, in the years gone by, I sort of got lost in the wash-up a bit. He used to love his lunches with uh, his good mate Tony Leonard when they were doing the hotel of the week for 3AW. Yes. And, uh, lucky enough to be a fly on the wall on a couple of those lunches and go along and, and just uh, be there with Dino and Tony chewing the fat, reviewing the pub. But you know, that was one of his great pleasures in life when yeah. he was able to do that. Warren, appreciate your thoughts, mate. Good luck. Um to today to you and all his good mates and uh, you carry on uh, his legend on RSN he'd be very proud of you appreciate your time we'll only just continue to do our best no one will ever be able to, to replace Dino but we just have to be grateful for the fact that we were able to, to walk along with him for a period of time good on you was